What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Easy Way or the Hard Way podcast. Where we teach you everything we're learning about life that school never taught you. Happiness, financial freedom, and healthy relationships are what we all want. So listen close, because we're here to give you tips on living life the easy way so you can avoid the hard way. I'm Colin, the male half of this podcast. And I'm Bianca, the female half of this podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode eight of the Easy Way or the Hard Way. For today, we are going over the top 10 tips that we have for a healthy relationship and this is something that we put together for the past few days we started thinking about the ideas and i think we're pretty excited to share this with you because all of these tips me and bianca have put into action in our relationship and i think that they definitely strengthen our relationship they definitely bring us closer together Mm -hmm. and help in pretty much all aspects of our relationship yeah don't you just love the number eight bigger than seven. Oh yeah of course <laughs> I just love it so much okay so we're gonna go over our highs and our lows before we get started so we're ending the first month of 2020 it's been a good month and we just had our little year and a half of dating mark mm-hmm. even though we've been together for like longer it's just like official dating. yeah you know official I feel like we've been dating for a long time it does feel like, like it's years been a while years. Mm-hmm. but yeah and then, so do you want to tell them what we did yesterday? Uh, yeah, yesterday we started off the day going to Orange Theory, if you followed the Instagram stories, and then we went to Topgolf, mm-hmm. and then after Topgolf, we came back, got what we needed, took changed, a took a nap, and then went to Southbound, and then after Southbound, it's we went- It's a really good Mexican yeah. place that we love. And then we went to go see the new movie, The Turning. And it looked really good, honestly. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Yeah, but it was kind of scary. It ended very, it, it was in a very, a very obscure ending. way. That's my low for this week. Yeah. <laughs> very confusing ending, ending. Not really a concrete resolution. I left <clears throat> a little confused. And then in my head, I was like, am I an idiot? <laughs> Did I miss something? <laughs> So that was our low. It was just a really confusing ending, and we looked up YouTube videos, and now we understand it, but it makes me mad. Movies that end like that make me really mad. There really wasn't even anything that we missed to understand. It was exactly yeah. face value, what you would think. Yeah, and then we were like, is it plain as day in front of us? Like, this is just it? I know. It was confusing. It was annoying. Anyways, so you guys ask me and Colin all the time, like, how we keep our relationship so healthy, and we wanted to make this podcast just so you can completely reference and just always come back to this podcast, and we, like, drop little pieces of advice here and there on all of our other podcasts for healthy relationships and stuff like that, but we wanted just to make a dedicated episode straight for healthy relationships because it's very, very important in everything. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get started? Yeah, I agree. So I'll start out, and the first one that we have written down that came from me is self-confidence. So when I say this, I think it's really important that when you come into a relationship, you might not be like the biggest, most confident person you're ever going to be, but you need to be someone who's always working on your self-confidence, and you need to be someone who isn't just trying to rely on this other person to make you happy. You need to feed yourself before you can like be in a relationship and share that feeling and that bond with someone else. Think about it if uh, there's two batteries, right? Okay, you need two batteries most of the time when you're gonna like power something. 
But if only one of them is full of juice, it can't support the charge and it can't turn on whatever you're trying to get to work. So if both the batteries aren't full of juice, like their own self-confidence, then it's going to end up not working. That's, I, that's I, Well, it's like the same thing that I say all the time. And I'm like, you can't just be 50 and I'm 50. Like you have to be 100 and yeah. I have to be 100 in order for a relationship to be successful. I learned that my freshman year of college. Yeah. Well, not even like in that sense because I feel like that's more effort based I'm talking about just self-confidence in yourself well I mean like it's all yeah. 100% I took this class my mm-hmm. freshman year and it was about like relationships I don't even remember what it was called but this really old man taught it his name was Dr. Knox okay favorite class I've ever taken okay. still saw him in the gym like my senior year he was doing really well but I remember he said he preached um that you had to be like a hundred percent in both people in mm-hmm. both parties in a relationship have to give a hundred in like all aspects of themselves yeah before you can make a relationship work yeah that was the only class i got an a in, in college <laughs> i'm def- kidding that was a joke it's not true <laughs> definitely don't disagree with that i just think in terms of self-confidence it goes along with everything that we've been doing in all the other episodes where it's about taking care of yourself mentally because if you're not taking care of yourself mentally then that's just super unfair to your partner Mm -hmm. because then if you're not taking care of yourself then you're going to end up taking stuff out on them Mm -hmm. and just acting in ways that aren't fair Mm -hmm. and ultimately you're going to be someone that no one's going to want to be around then at that point so taking care of yourself in terms of self-confidence is gonna make that person want to be around you all the time it's gonna make it's not like it's not going to make them want to be forced to be around you it's going to make them really just want to be there because you're someone who's good to be around because you're taking care of yourself mm-hmm. um but i don't know i feel like that's the biggest thing with self-confidence it's just like taking care of yourself because you can't expect someone to take care of you it's just like how you always hear in society or in like tons of songs musicians always talk about like needing to be saved or like saving somebody and like there's a lot of people who always are like looking for someone to take care of them instead of like try to take care of themselves so if you want to have a successful relationship and you aren't taking care of yourself i would highly recommend that you start taking care of yourself and start getting on a path where you're putting your own mental like mental health and physical health and just overall your well-being before everything else and then your relationship is going to get so much better your whole life is going to get so much better it totally just transforms everything when you start putting yourself first in terms of being happy Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my self-confidence talk okay so then to bounce off what you just said i'm gonna say next that you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else and i feel like this is really important if you're in like that stage where you've been single for a while and you are just really focusing on yourself so uh, i think that loving yourself first is putting yourself first in all aspects of life and making sure that you're taking time for yourself and always trying to improve yourself and you're happy with where you're at and you are always working on being better and i think always like doing things for you like going to a workout class then eating healthy and staying on top in uh, or staying on top of whatever you're doing, schoolwork, work in general, mm-hmm. and planning out your days. like Being okay. accountable for yourself, too. Right. And then, so, Colin, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, before we started dating, mm-hmm. what was, like, any of that that I did attractive to you? Like, how do you feel about that? Like, because I was, like, my mean? own person. So, like, you and mean... I was, like, 
You mean that you were like responsible? No, as like, an individual. I guess responsible, yes, but like, could you tell that, like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, could you tell that I was confident and that I like loved myself? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, see I was what like my saying. own person because that's like a lot. Okay, so I'm just asking for people who are single and like from your point of view as like a male, mm-hmm. like what was attractive about me? Because I personally feel like I was confident. And I got to a point where I really loved myself and I was mm-hmm. on my fitness journey and I was eating healthy and I was productive and motivated yeah. and like I working. Think, I think your productivity was a thing that I liked a lot and how like you cared about working out and like fitness and stuff like that because I thought that was important. Um, I liked how dedicated you were with it and that you were like driven and like you were doing YouTube. So like you were like, doing something that was in a creative field so it was like things that i could like relate to heavily Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think i think that ties into what you're saying where it's like you had your shit together so (laughs) your stuff together whatever we need to say but you know Mm -hmm. i think so i just thought it would be cool to get like a male perspective since like we're preaching all these things like you do this but like what what were we doing before we started dating you know no i mean i think that's definitely something you don't want to I mean, it's not really attractive if you're, like, if I'm, like, hanging out with you and you're just, like, in disarray all the time. That would not be, like, Or unmotivated and, like, lazy or just like like that. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. I posted this thing on my Instagram the other day, and it kind of had to do with something about loving yourself. But um, I wanted to read it to you guys because I I felt like it was, um, I felt like it just had to do with this okay so i posted it about um colin and i but it said my biggest advice for finding your person in life is don't chase attract so by that i mean like be your own person create your own schedule Mm -hmm. as much as you can like if you go to school you obviously you have to like go to class and stuff Mm -hmm. but like just take charge of your own life take charge of your fitness journey take charge of your health goals Mm -hmm. own it be proud like make that your brand make the things you love your brand and be die hard about it yeah and you'll start to find yourself and you'll start to become your own person and you'll start to love yourself even more especially when you do these things over and over again yeah. you're gonna start seeing results and then that's gonna help with your self-love because mm-hmm. it's hard to say like you have to love yourself it's like okay how do i love myself you mm-hmm. know well i think too like it's one of those things that comes with time like a lot of people it happens at different points in their lives there's still people you know that i'm friends with that don't properly take care of themselves the way they should like even with me and bianca we didn't do it until a certain point so if you're listening to this and you feel overwhelmed maybe but like maybe because you feel like you're not properly doing everything you should be don't feel overwhelmed just know that with time it's going to come and eventually you're going to get to that point where you're taking care of yourself all the way but i think it's really just about taking small steps and once you get a few things down, just keep that train moving and keep going in that direction because we don't want to sound overwhelming um, because it can sound overwhelming with everything we're talking about. But that's because me and Bianca have been like on this path for over like a few years now. So it's it's this is a culmination of all the things that we do and have done. So don't feel like if you're at ground zero you have to be exactly where we're at because that's not what we're saying. Yeah, we're just saying that take a lot of these time. are just things that you can think about don't feel bad if you're not doing them but just think about them and just pick something 
mm-hmm. and just start working on it slowly. You don't have to feel bad about it, you know? Mm-hmm. I always like this quote. I use it a lot for fitness and stuff, but it says, or it reads along the lines of, a year from now, you'll thank yourself if you start today or something Dude, like that. I literally just posted something on my story the other day and I thought it was so cool. You probably saw it. I know what it said you saw it. But, um, oh, you look to see if I like Well, oh, it's not, I don't have it pulled up. Hold Here, on. I'll get it for you. Okay. Um, I just posted something that says, congratulations on breaking out of that dysfunctional pattern. And it says, three years ago, you wouldn't have made the decisions you're making now. Celebrate your growth. And that's definitely true for me and Bianca. Like, mm-hmm. we're in a place now that we weren't then. Mm-hmm. And even... Right now, three years from now, we're probably going to be even further and like in a different spot in terms of our thinking and like all the things we're implementing. But, you know, it's just about beginning the process at a slow pace and just building up. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that quote was kind of cool. And it says, like, celebrate your growth because you're making those decisions now that you wouldn't have then. Yeah. And Colin, if you watch us on YouTube, then you know Colin always says celebrate your successes. Yeah. And that's really important. So the more you see yourself loving yourself, you should celebrate that. Mm-hmm. You know? It's always important to recognize your success because, like, not everyone is going to. So you have to, like, take the time and just recognize that. Be your biggest mm-hmm. cheerleader. So... Your turn. Okay. So this next one is more so about communication in a relationship. And I heard this, it was in a TED talk once. Um, and I just listened to it. And then I listened to it like five more times. because I was like, wow, this is something that is not talked about enough and definitely needs to be something I think about a lot and that a lot of people need to think about a lot. Because I know with my parents' relationship growing up, this is something that definitely was an issue. And so what it is, the tip is respond any other way than anger. And a good replacement for that is I would love it if. So to break this down, tons of times in relationships, if someone brings up something that might be uncomfortable and someone feels attacked, instead of like, so here, let me explain it differently. A lot of times when we are emotional, we tend to respond in anger because we feel hurt and we don't want to express how we truly feel a majority of the time. That hurt is like emotional sadness and something else, but a lot of times we're trying to cover that up and want to seem like more tough and we end up responding in anger to like attack instead of express how we truly feel. So I think that something I definitely have tried a lot um, to do is always think about that when I might want to respond in anger, I should instead just like take a second real quick and think, I don't want to be mean to my partner. Why would I do that? Instead, just think of a calm and decent way to approach this, even though I feel emotionally hurt. So basically a way to approach it is to actually say that really hurt or I that really made me sad or that really made me upset. Just be honest and clear about what just happened instead of responding in anger because you are hurt and you want to hurt back because that's just kind of the way our society works. And I think it's a big issue that when someone is mean, we all just want to do the exact same thing because we feel like they were being mean when 
You know, I feel like it's a big problem. I feel like a lot of people just always look to... It's It's like, well, if they were mean, I can be mean back Yeah, it's just a real problem. And I think, like, if you grow up Christian, it's one of those things that, like, at least my mom always talked about is, like, you want to treat people the way you want to be treated. So, like, even if someone treats you badly, you shouldn't treat them badly back. It's like, I don't know. But I think it's really important, especially in a relationship, because when you lash out in anger, it's just never good. And it's, like, always, like, problematic and... I don't know. It's just not good and it's not fair. So I think a good practice whenever you want to talk to somebody is and like express something, say, I would love it if you did this, if you have something you want to talk about, um, instead of like jumping at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It also just makes for less of a confrontation. Yeah. Well, another thing I saw one time is like, Think about the person that you're with, and if you want to be with them forever, like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to respond in anger toward them and, like, be mean? And think about if the world was going to end tomorrow. Like, how would you want to remember your relationship, and how would you want your partner to remember you? And Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. So just, I think it's just all about cherishing the moments you have and realizing that you shouldn't take them for granted, so. Mm -hmm. Next, I wanted to talk about communication and you can't expect your partner to communicate if you don't communicate as well so if you I don't know I feel like communication is just so big that both parties have to be involved and on the same page and honestly it's something that you need to talk to each other about and establish that line of communication like Colin and I once sat down a long time ago And we were like, we are going to tell each other everything Mm -hmm. and be super open right then and there and just get it done with. Because once we talk, we always feel better anyway. Yeah. And we just established that line of trust. And it's hard to do that when you want your partner to communicate with you, but you don't communicate with them. Yeah. So. You have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and do it. Because if not, then it's just going to create a ton of problems. Like, if you're just only keeping all your stuff inside, it's just going to create, a, like, a ripple effect of issues. Or if, let's say, your partner agreed and they're being open and honest with you. Yeah. And you're not giving them that same benefit of the doubt back, mm-hmm. then that's only going to hurt your relationship. So if one person's being vulnerable, then it's more beneficial if both people are. Yeah. And it's very unfair, like you said, to the other person, if you're just keeping everything in because you're going to continue to keep everything in and then just explode one day. Yep. So both people in the relationship have to be on the same page and that's why we always preach sitting down and talking and Mm -hmm. establishing these things and like yeah it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about sometimes but so what you get like an uncomfortable 10 minutes out of the way and then your relationship is so much better after and plus if you're with that person they're going to want to be able to communicate with you and know everything about you and what you're feeling and how they can help and they in my eyes would be open to having these conversations and Mm -hmm. in the end i promise you it'll make you guys closer yeah it's definitely an uncomfortable thing at first because it's it has to do i mean it's just a big trust thing Mm -hmm. like a lot of people bury their thoughts and insecurities when when you're in like a relationship and if something's bothering you a lot even if it doesn't pertain to your partner it's always good to have someone that can be an emotional support for you Mm-hmm. And you can talk with and share things with. Yeah. And like I think it's really helpful. 
that kind of leads into your next one. Mm-hmm. So um, next, well, um, next I'm going to do never criticize and instead discuss how you feel and why. And this kind of goes well with the respond in any other way than anger too. Um, even though it doesn't have to do necessarily with responding, this is more so just about any issues that come about in your relationship. So, um, like for example, me and Bianca literally never fight about this. So I'm just using this as an example. Cause like if for some reason we did like sometimes Bianca doesn't do the dishes the way like I would, for example, she kind of like, she totally just like is a wimp when it comes to dishes. <laughs> but anyways, if I was to like criticize her and be mean about how she does the dishes and like come at her and be like, um, like for example, if I was to be like, I can't believe you just don't do the dishes right. Like it seriously bothers me so much and it pisses me off. Like what is wrong with you? That's like criticizing her for it. You know what I mean? Instead of like literally, I would just joke around with her all the time and it's like a joke. We don't even care. It's not a big deal. Um, but if I was to be mean and come at her because she doesn't do the dishes right, like why isn't she doing them right? Like what's wrong with her? Like why isn't she like doing them this way and all this stuff? Like you're criticizing and criticizing is never the way to approach a situation in a relationship if you want to actually like be a good person and improve upon it. That's literally a way to just try and hurt someone's feelings. And if you realize that that's like literally exactly what's going on is you're hurt because someone isn't doing what you want to do because you have an expectation of them that isn't being met. So then you're going to jump out at them and criticize them because you feel bad because they're not doing what you want. But what you should do is realize that they don't know that because you probably haven't set that expectation up in a clear conversation of any sort and talked with them. And regardless, even if you have done that, it's not right and it's not fair for you to come and criticize and be mean toward them because they're not doing that. You need to simply literally communicate clearly how you feel and why. So instead of well, because you can't argue with the fact of how somebody feels. Like, yeah. if they feel that way, that's how they feel. Yeah, exactly. So, instead of coming at someone, criticizing them for everything they're doing wrong, stop. Don't talk at all about what they're doing wrong and what's going on with them. Talk about what's going on with you. So, discuss how you feel and why. So, a different way to approach that situation now would be I could come up to Bianca and be like, hey, babe, um, I don't want you to feel really bad about this, but I've just been feeling a certain way. Um, it just kind of bothers me sometimes the way you do the dishes. And I guess it just really bothers me. Maybe that's just how I am. I don't know. Um, maybe we can like figure something out. I don't want this to be like a big issue. I don't want to like make you feel bad about it, but it's just something that's kind of been like weighing on me. And I think we need to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like that's a different, easy, like no one's feelings are hurt. You're expressing yourself way to go about it, mm-hmm. you know, instead of criticizing. And a lot of times people just love to criticize each other and it's stupid. Okay. So my next one is expectations lead to resentment. And this is just a huge one for me because 
truth be told, if you're expecting something in your head mm -hmm. and you're telling yourself like, oh, they're going to do this and it's going to be amazing and I'm so happy or you're on your way home from work and you're saying in your head, oh, I bet my husband has dinner ready for me when I get home and then you get there and it didn't happen or it's not ready, you've built up this huge thing in your head so you're obviously going to be let down and then that is only going to in return lead to you resenting the other person. Or <clears throat> if you thought that they would clean that one day and they didn't clean and then they don't clean the next day and the next day, it just things can build up over time. Mm -hmm. And these things that you say to yourself in your head that you're expecting people to do and that you're expecting are going to happen when they don't happen, that just automatically leads to resentment. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of know that in relationships, even just in life in general, never expect anything. Because when you do and it doesn't happen, that's just... A big letdown. Yeah, it's an easy thing to do, but I think it's a big learning curve when mm -hmm. it happens because if you do resent because of expecting something out from your partner, then you're probably going to have an argument or something. And over time, it's just going to build up and yeah. build up, and then it's going to turn into a bigger argument. But it's really just about having the realization that you're expecting something that maybe you've never talked about. But also, if you want something, you just have to say it. Because yeah. it, your partner isn't a mind reader. Yeah. Like, I can't read Colin's mind. I wish I could. And he can't <laughs> read mine. So... How is he supposed to know that I want something? Or how mm -hmm. was I supposed to know that he really wanted this to happen? And how easy is it to just say, hey, I've had such a hard day at work. Or, hey, I'm really not feeling good. I wish if you had the time, it would be really great if you could make dinner tonight Well, yeah. before I get home because I'm so hungry. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, are your clothes have been laying out for a little bit and I would feel a lot better if we could just take some time to clean and yeah. even help, you know? Well, I think that's so much better than imagine the opposite of that where I'm just supposed, like, let's say for instance that this is us and you're sick or something, right? And you've been having a bad day and maybe my mind's caught up in all these other things and I'm just not thinking about the fact that you might not want to do something later, right? Mm -hmm. But if Bianca just expects that, and then I don't follow through on her expectation. And then she's jumps at me and gets mad at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> it mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense. And I feel that a very big problem in society with us growing up and probably just everyone growing up is most of the media we see and most of the media we take in and movies and everything like that make you think that this fairy tale life is what's going to happen when you grow up so you expect all these things to be met and just happen and the reality of human beings and relationships with other human beings is that you have to talk you have to communicate clearly about what you want like well i think also social media cannot play a huge part in this because yeah. you can see your friends and other people mm -hmm. in relationships and you're not or getting a dog and you're not, mm -hmm. or just making all these life milestone advancements mm -hmm. and you're not. And then over time, like you can expect yourself to be, be a certain place by a certain time. Mm -hmm. And then when you're not there yet, cause that's just not the path that you're supposed to be on, yeah. you end up resenting yourself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this could be in all aspects of life. Yeah. Even with friendships, you're expecting them to include you 
in yeah, going out one thing. night yeah. and they didn't, you're going to end up resenting them. Mm-hmm. I remember like in middle school, if all my friends hung out, I would expect them to invite me. And if they didn't, I would be like, well, I hate you all now. Yeah, <laughs> Like, <laughs> exactly. what the heck did, why did I do to deserve this? Yeah. But then it's like you just start resenting them or you expected... There's so many situations like that. Yeah, there's so many. That's so true. Because I like this one a lot because it can refer to literally anything, Mm -hmm. even yourself. You can expect you to get a raise Mm -hmm. by the end of this year and you don't. You're resenting yourself. (laughs) Did you communicate it to your boss? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's things like that. Like your boss might not know about that, might not even be thinking about that. Mm -hmm. It's just so many things where we expect other people to just know. And it's just very unfair. unfair. It's not fair for you to expect someone to know something. You need to clearly communicate it. And it's very important. Especially because they have their own lives too. Like, yes, you might be very important to them. Mm -hmm. But it's very hard to be thinking about yourself all the time plus somebody else Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, I think it's good to be in a relationship where you're thinking and trying to be considerate. But you cannot expect somebody to know your every want and need. Mm -hmm. You have to clearly express that and if you do like bianca said if you were to call me and say hey i've just been feeling bad could you make some dinner please blah blah blah. i just really want to sit down when i get home i would be in a situation where i would respond yeah of course like it's not a big deal she talked to me i completely understand kind of thing you know but if it was reversed and then she expected me to do it and i didn't do it and then she got mad at me and criticized me and like yelled at me or something then I would be so upset and pissed off. And I'd be like, what? How would I How would And then I know? that wouldn't even want to make someone do something yeah, for you. Yeah, and then you'd, the person would be even more upset. And mm-hmm. then they'd be much more likely not to do something for you the next time. If, yeah. If you asked, you know? True. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. Thanks. I learned that in my class, too. Oh. Dr. Knox <laughs> taught me so much. <laughs> I learned everything online and in books. Um, okay, so next is true vulnerability and these are all like stacking well off of one another right now Mm -hmm. so this is good with the whole expectations thing because we were talking about how you just have to talk and tell them what you want so with vulnerability it's kind of the same thing you have to be able to truly express how you feel about anything. And I think you have to be able to accept that you feel that way. Yeah. Because it's a lot of times I feel like people are scared to say and to seem weak or Mm -hmm. something, but you just have to accept that like, okay, I feel this way Mm -hmm. and I can't help it. Yeah. Well, I think a big thing too is so many people always want to project this image of what they want to be. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you have to get to know who you really are as a person and begin to accept and just love yourself no matter what and realize that every single person has flaws. There is not one single person in the world that doesn't have certain insecurities, they all have that doesn't feelings. have certain like feelings of either jealousy or like anger, anger anything like that, Sadness. you know? There's yeah. It's like the movie Inside Out. It is, but <laughs> it's just true and a lot, for some reason we live in this society in this world where Everyone wants to pretend that they're better than everybody else in that aspect. And that's just not the case. <laughs> Literally every single person has certain issues like that. Mm-hmm. And if you try and just hide them from your partner all the time, mm-hmm. it's going to cause a lot of problems. Because then if you're upset about something and it's clear in that moment that you're upset about something, like this has happened to me and Bianca, where 
either her or I will be upset in a situation, but won't want to disclose why, why we're upset because we don't want the other partner to think differently of us. That's, that's the exact truth. And I feel like that's the truth for everyone who comes into this situation in relationships. But you have to break down that wall. And you have to actually be willing to expose yourself and be truly vulnerable about the fact that you have insecurities Mm -hmm. and that you have things that bother you. And maybe sometimes in random situations, even if it's not warranted, maybe you have like a jealous thought or something going through your head. And what you don't realize is if you just kindly talk about this to your partner they're probably going to support you and be like, oh, that's okay. Like, you don't even need to, like, think that. I promise. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll probably, like, support you and make you feel even better. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that... Because I've had moments like that in our relationship where maybe I'll have, like, some random jealous thought that I don't even need to be having. And then it's bothering me or something. And then I'll tell Bianca and she'll be like, blah, blah, blah. Don't even worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, everything's peachy, you know? And... Mm-hmm. It's not even like that. It could be anything. Even if you're angry about something and then you tell your partner and as long as you're being genuine and kind about it, more than likely they're going to support you and try to help you think through that and not let it bother you anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's super important. I think that there's no real relationship that you can have where you can't do this. I think that if you don't do this and if you don't be truly vulnerable, I don't think you can have a successful relationship. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Maybe you can, who knows? But I feel like if you don't, then you're never truly being 100% honest with a person and you're only showing them this projected version of yourself. Because that's how, I don't know, the first month of every relationship is. You like project the best parts of yourself to somebody and and you're you're like trying to be the best version of yourself that you are and giving all your great qualities and hiding all your bad ones so it's whenever you get to a point in your relationship where you can be vulnerable and share those bad qualities that you have with someone else not necessarily they're bad it's just who you are and Mm -hmm. everyone's like that so you shouldn't feel bad about it because everyone has problems like that yeah Yeah, it's my two cents. Kind of out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, so my next one is a compromise. And I've mentioned this before in YouTube videos and in podcasts. But, you know, it is just truly one of my top ten tips to be in a healthy relationship. So, I'm going to break this down super simple. Okay. Compromise means meeting someone halfway where they feel like they strongly believe that they really, really want something to be that way Mm -hmm. and you don't at all. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, prime example for compromise is for me and Colin in Orange Theory. Do you want to tell them? Um, So, I go every Saturday with Bianca to Orange Theory and I got my own membership where I go once a week. Um, but at first when we were first dating, I just really didn't want to go at all. And, but it was really important to Bianca. So I was like, okay, well I'll give it a shot and I just see wanted him to come so bad all the time. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things where you have to realize if something is really important to your partner and it means a lot to them, you need to be willing to give it a shot mm-hmm. and try for them. 
Um, I think that's an example of just compromising in general. But like, I don't go all the times that Bianca does because she goes multiple, four to five, six times, sometimes even a week. So basically, he told me as soon as we move in together, I'll start going once a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And he'll get a membership. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yes! Yeah. Because I thrive at Orange Theory. I love Orange Theory. And I love Colin. So if I could have Colin <laughs> and Orange Theory in the same place for an hour, I'm like the happiest person. Yeah. And am I not? I'm always like so excited Saturday. Saturdays yeah. I fly out of bed. I'm like, let's go. Because mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's just like the best part of my week. And he realized that. Mm-hmm. And now he has a week membership. Yeah. And then and I actually, as we get older, he'll bump up that membership. Because, you know, metabolisms change. And yeah. he's not going to be able to consume 5,000 calories. So then my life plan for us is... Well, first of all, do you want to know like my life goal? Sure, babe, go ahead. Is to be pregnant at Orange Theory. Oh, I already like I just oh my god, I just want to be a pregnant woman so bad on that treadmill, just like sweating and pregnant and like still kicking it because I'm cute and pregnant. (laughs) That is like my life goal. I don't want to be pregnant anytime soon, but one day, years from now, I just want to be that pregnant woman at Orange Theory when everyone's like, oh my god, how are you feeling? Because now uh, we do that to the pregnant woman, like Leanne. Mm -hmm. Leanne's pregnant right now. She's having a boy. She goes to my Orange Theory classes all the time, and we're always like, oh my god. She's like, oh, it's getting really hard to run. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, keep going. But it's just, like, so exciting. Like, I just really want to be that. So, anyways, like I was saying, I'm sure as we get older, he'll probably mm-hmm. have to bump up his membership to, like, elite instead yeah. of basic. But... I think it's just one of those things, too, where it's not even um, so much that you have to be willing to... I guess it is meeting halfway, but just realizing that if something's really important to the person you're with... Yeah. then you have to be willing to do a little bit and try. Yeah. Because if not, then it's just, I don't know, it's just not fair. Because you can't be in a relationship and expect that you're just going to go through it doing only what you want. That's just not fair. Well, you're yeah. with another person, so you have to be willing to share and wants and stuff like that. It's just like if you're watching TV shows, for example, or movies. Because me and Bianca do this all the time where, like, I'll pick sometimes and she picks sometimes because I can't just only get what I want every single time we watch a movie because it's not fair because I'm with her too, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the same. That's the way it goes with everything, I feel like, because yeah. you're sh- moving on and sharing a life with this person, so you can't let it only be yours when it comes to decision-making. It's just not okay. It's like baby names. Yeah. You well, have to compromise. It's, well, it's because it's like you were talking about like being independent and like being self-confident but once you come into a a relationship oh it's like a whole new life lesson well it is because it's good to be independent but at the same time you can't expect to just be independent in a relationship like that and keep all those same thoughts and ideals because you have to be willing to change and evolve because if not then your relationship is definitely not going to work yeah and that person's going to start to resent you big time because Mm -hmm. then you're never willing to do anything that they want to do because you're so stuck in your own ways so you have to be willing to just accept and work with one another otherwise it's never gonna work well i think that it it's easier to because as soon as you enter a relationship and if it's serious and if mm-hmm. you guys are really working together you turn into just being like one mm-hmm. with yourself into you both being one yeah like i always say when colin's like out shooting a video mm-hmm. i feel like there's half of me like i feel like someone mm-hmm. just sliced me in half i'm like well, what the heck am i doing <laughs> I'm like what am i gonna do so it's just like it just kind of evolves in that mm-hmm. way and that's why I feel like you do have to be whole mm-hmm. so at that point in time in your relationship when you do kind of become one yeah then you're fully ready for that step yeah and you can worry about 
yourself because you've gotten yourself that far mm-hmm. in your own mental health and you've worked on yourself so much that it's only going to come naturally to keep working on yourself. And at that point, you could keep focusing on your partner too. Mm-hmm. And it's less stress trying to always working on yourself because you're unstable. Yeah. You already got to that stable place and now you can work on your relationship and yeah. know that you're pulling your side and they're pulling their side. So now yeah. your relationship is your new little thing you're working on. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's another thing too is that when you're working on yourself and your partner's working on their self too and you're in that relationship space you then like bianca said if you're becoming one and sharing everything and being vulnerable and doing all these things we're talking about then you're gonna be able to help one another as well so it's Mm -hmm. you, you just become partners in helping each other and sharing that life so i think yeah it's really cool last one for you um okay so my last one this is number nine is you cannot control you must accept so this goes really well with what we just talked about too because Mm -hmm. you can't control and always be willing to only get your way um this also comes with just accepting your partner as a person you know like you can't control or expect to like i don't know there's tons of like toxic relationships where people just want to like control and dictate what someone does all the time and make them fit into uh wrap around their finger yeah and make them fit into like their perfect description of who they should be and stuff like that so i think it's really important to know that if you try to control in a relationship you're only going to make that partner want to distance themselves from you as much as possible and then if you aren't controlling and if you're accepting, you're going to make that person want to cling to you as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. It's just like how me and Bianca, like we don't tell each other, you can't go out with your friends. You can't do this. You know what I mean? Like we're accepting of whatever that person wants to do. Yeah. Like be- I basically just told Colin I'm not going to be here at all on Thursday. Yeah. I'm going to eat lunch with my friend Brandy. Then it's my mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'll miss yeah. you. But like... In a relationship that could be toxic, I could be like, oh, you're not, why are you going to meet with your friends, blah, blah, blah. And then I could like start criticizing her about how she's doing that and how she's not hanging out with me and spending time with me. Stuff like that would be like really detrimental to a relationship. Well, that's, that's just, just like a super unhealthy, toxic relationship. I know. I'm just, I'm using. Semi-psychotic. I'm using like extremes right now, but that's just to make points clear. Um, but the point is I can't try and dictate what Bianca does all the time and I can't try and just only have her all to myself like that Mm -hmm. because it's just not fair and like if she wanted to go out to dinner with like her friends and stuff and like go do that and me just chill here like that's something that is normal and you have to be willing to like accept who they want to be the things they want to do and uh not try and control those things and keep them all to yourself because it's just not healthy um but i think The point is, the more you accept who someone is like that and accept like letting them do what they want and not trying to have say in it, then your relationship just improves drastically. But not only that, you just like I said, like that person wants to be with you then so much. But if you're doing all those things, then they're never going to want to be with you like Mm -hmm. they're not going to want to hang out with you. They're going to feel like kind of like weighted down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, my last one is my favorite one, so I'm glad that we're ending on this one. It's check-ins. Mm-hmm. Relationship check-ins. 
You could even do this with your friends. You should probably do this with your family. So then you guys are all on the same page. But you should mm-hmm. definitely do this with your boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. relationship partner. And that is just simply at the end of the week on a Sunday, on a Wednesday, <laughs> like mm-hmm. whenever you want to do it. Just be like, how are we? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you? How are yeah. we? Is there anything I'm not doing that you wish I was doing? Is there anything that you like that I'm doing so I can do more? Mm-hmm. You have to communicate those things. Like... If I was snoring while I was sleeping and Colin hated it, he'd probably be like, yeah, you snore and I don't sleep really well. Like, fix that. (laughs) That was such a bad example. But, like, you just have to talk back and forth with one another and always make sure you're on the same page and always make sure that you're telling people that, like, hey, I really liked when you did this. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Colin, I really liked when you affirming the bed, things that they did. That even are though good. I usually do it, like, yeah. thank you for doing that. You know what I mean? And then also, like, hey, I didn't really like when we did this this week. Maybe let's try and do this instead mm-hmm. um, next week. You know? Yeah, it's about having that space every week or whenever you mm-hmm. do it, where you can be like super vulnerable. And it's just a positive affirmation when you're like, yeah, our relationship's going really well. Like, then you just feel really good about yeah. it. Or like this wasn't so great this week let's work on this Mm -hmm. then you're only going to end up being stronger so relationship check-ins i think are huge and Mm -hmm. if you're not already doing that in your relationship or with your parents or with your friends i think you should i think it's smart i think it's super important (laughs) not to get off topic but like whenever i lived with bianca and her mom there was times when i would have to be like okay you guys need to sit down and talk (laughs) it was kind of funny though so i would say that i think one of the hardest things we've been through was me colin and my mom all living together it was pretty tough but it's it's just it was just and three it's hard to one person's always left out and it's just like yeah yeah but yeah anyways it's just always important to not let things build up too much and to just talk Mm -hmm. and let them flow and not be afraid to enter that space where you can just disclose how you feel and not be afraid to say we need to talk yeah and just express what's on your mind and be kind about it. Know that, know always the way you approach things, which kind of goes hand in hand with all these things, is so important because the way you approach something that might be bothering you or something that is a problem currently, the way you approach that is the most important thing, most important step in the whole conversation because if you approach it in a negative way, in a criticizing way, like we were saying, then it's just going to start a terrible argument where you probably are going to start like getting mad at one another and maybe yelling. But if you approach it in a calm, collected, kind manner. Yeah, speak with kindness. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Speaking with kindness, even if you feel hurt, mm-hmm. is the way to have and a good talk. Like, talk. <laughs> and then you'll feel better about yourself too. Mm-hmm. Because I know everyone, like once you get in an argument, like you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, why did that just happen? Mm-hmm. And if you speak calmly, you're like, oh, I yeah. so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have our why work for you guys. Um, so for this week, we know we kind of threw a lot at you guys, but we want you to just pick one of the things that we mentioned and focus on that one thing first and implement it in your relationship with your partner. If not your relationship with your partner, then with a parent or a friend or a sibling. Mm-hmm. Pick whichever you want. And just focus on one thing and try and work on that. And it could even be something that you notice that maybe you're lacking in. Mm -hmm. Just pick that one. And if not, then just 
pick the one that you're most drawn to. And then once you get that down, try and pick another one and just keep moving on. Mm-hmm. And I think that that will be really beneficial. Take the baby steps and work on one first. Yeah. So for today's quote brought to you by Pinterest, I wanted to pick one that kind of hit deep because like relationships and communication and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it says any relationship you have that could get ruined by having a conversation about your feelings, standards, and or expectations wasn't really stable enough to begin with. Yeah, I think that's super important because it goes along with everything we were talking about. Plus, it goes along with the whole thing I was saying where we have this vision that society is in relationships are like this thing where you're supposed to be this great, amazing person all the time, but that's just not who we are as human beings. And you have to be willing to accept and have those conversations because if not, you will not have a successful or great relationship. Yeah. So we hope this helped you in some sort of way. I'm sure it with did. This has helped us in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys love these tips and, and we, implement them. Yeah, exactly. Love them, implement them, and we'll see you next Monday. Oh, yeah. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and better yourself today. And make sure you don't forget to leave a review and rate our podcast so we can reach as many people as possible. We seriously can't wait to read the reviews you guys leave. I'm so excited. But that's all for today. The, the easy way or the hard way. way.